The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of That's So Retrograde is brought to you by our favorite curators of coffees, teas, etc. With mushrooms in them. For Sigmatic. Yes, we love them. They provide us with so many wonderful morning libations and an elevated experience of coffee drinking. And if that sounds intriguing to you, you can head over to foursigmatic.com slash TSR, use promo code TSR, and get 15% off your purchase. So namaste shrooming, you guys. Please do. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hello. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hi, Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Sabari. Hi. Hey. I just want to take a minute to first say hi to all of our listeners, new and old. Hello. I feel like we've had... Virtually hugging and shaking all your hands. Yes. Hugs, kisses, namastes mm-hmm. to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a ton of new listeners which is really exciting wow welcome to the journey and Come for party with us those of you who've been partying with us since the beginning thanks for staying thanks for staying <laughs> it's still popping off yeah it is because there's nothing less cute than being the last one at the party mm. this isn't the case sometimes i don't mind waiting it out sometimes i'm like what weird stuff's gonna happen as this party dwindles <laughs> Maybe I'll meet someone as desperate as I am. Oh, well. <laughs> well, if you're trying to, like, bone, that's a whole different thing. Totally. But, you know, the, the pickings are usually slim at the end of the party. Totally. <laughs> Not here, though. Not here, though. That's the point we're but trying to make. also because the party doesn't have any signs of slowing down. That's true. Here, it's popping that's off. That's a retrograde where the party never ends. Um, a new The party has moved to that of the telephonic variety. Guys, call us. It's One. so exciting. We you got our first few calls and it's thrilling i just want to shout the people out two yeah. of them that called us don't want to shout out the third person because it was elizabeth's boyfriend prank calling us asking us what happens when he gets too many crystals stuck in his ass and i gotta say <laughs> i don't fucking appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> but are we surprised whatsoever no also he Not didn't really. try to veil his voice at all like at first they and then you just went like full normal that's voice. what happens when you um date an improviser it's that's just expected behavior truly so, your bad. yes and <laughs> my fault um again that number is one eight three three five falcon uh-huh and we got an amazing message from go ask alex alex is who just his started podcast. a podcast Really, we were just in Salt Lake City. Thank thrilled you to receive your message. Send us an episode. We'll give it a listen. Yeah. And if you guys want to check his stuff out, it's newly launched podcast. Go ask Alex. And mm-hmm. then we had some beautiful feedback from last week's episode in regards to what I think is a very relatable scenario in which you shared. And I appreciated the rawness of your share. Thank you. Yeah. I just wanted to thank you guys for reaching out and, uh, relating on the whole parental trump of it all scenario of it all because it is 
really difficult and it's something that I'm tossing around in my brain. I don't really know how to deal with it, but just knowing that other people are going through the same thing is really helpful. So what are we going to do? Are we going to cut our parents off or how are we going to deal with this? <laughs> Let's all decide collectively. Yeah, can we have a collective think tank on how to deal with these people? Um, and just for your think tankness, your feedback, questions, whatever you have, again, give us a call. It's one eight three three five falcon mm-hmm. That's one eight three three five three two. Someone's calling me right now, Kristen. Five two six six. Um, and keep them coming. We're yeah. so excited about this new open line of communication. There's nothing more thrilling to us than getting in here and having to check our voicemail. It's a real TBT. It's a real TBT. <laughs> On that tip of line of communication, mm-hmm. I think today's episode. I will say is one of my favorite conversations we've had. Oh my God. You know when you meet someone and you're just like, I love you so much? That's how we both felt immediately upon setting our eyes on this woman. She was recommended to us via a previous guest uh, by the name of Whitney Cummings, who came in, did our show, and then was like, I have someone you guys must meet. You're going to lose your mind. And I would say our favorite way to acquire guests is through previous guest recommendations. For sure. It's like they catch our vibe, they know what's up, and they're like, here's who you need to speak to. Especially like from a friend. Yeah, like that's how Ambie came into our lives. Totally. Through um, Angie Banneke. Yeah. Tarot card reader. Totally. So we like those links. Uh, Shira... Uh, Linchuski, mm-hmm. she came in through Erica Chitty Cohen. Love. And so on and so on. Yeah. So Andrea came to us through Whitney, and this just really resonated so deeply with us, which we'll get into in that conversation. But just we have a, a craft group turned circling group that is so near and dear to our hearts and um, so crucial in our lives. And the fact that it evolved so naturally into an essential sharing circle mm-hmm. was so cool. And to hear that it's kind of in line with what this professional circle uh, holder of space does for a living. We're like, oh, hey, I guess we're doing it right. Yeah. So it's a really cool conversation. When you think you're making things up, but you're actually on the right track. Nothing what better. What confirmation. Exactly. So before we get to the interview, let us just quickly touch in with our week in wellness. Let. Okay. Give me a week in wellness, please. And celebrities, better pop rules and home remedies where pop culture and wellness come together. Where is pop culture and wellness coming together this week? That's the big question. Where isn't it coming together? Right. I know for one that it's coming together here on That's a Retrograde. It sure is. Mostly and always. because all I'm watching is Queer Eye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for new episodes. We'll actually get into like a full deep watching. dive of what we're watching for Roses and Thorns. Yeah. But I do have a little bit of a lady baby hack. Oh, tell us. Before we get into some other topical articles. Okay. This week in wellness, lady baby hack. This lady baby hack comes to us from this website, The Grove Collaborative, mm-hmm. which is... It's really just an amazing online aggregate for all non-toxic home products, cleaning products, and quote-unquote personal care products. With the idea that a healthy, beautiful home should be accessible to everyone, which I feel like for the season, that's really been our mantra here. And I just feel like we're moving into a time where we're no longer saying we have to buy cheap chemicalized products or just chemical products in general because, because they're, they're cheap. cheaper, yeah. where we can 
buy things that aren't going to kill us slowly for a good price. <laughs> Here's a thought. Yeah. Beautiful. Let's let's not inhale ammonia on the daily. So in, in addition to cleaning products, they have all types of household care products and Here's the hack. So okay. in the batching of vegetables, that roasting vegetables, that's become kind of like a welcomed, consistent practice that I've been doing on like twice a week. I'm, I really got to follow your lead it's on that. It's great. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Tell us more. Bowl of stuff. Always, yeah. always. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was talking to Vanessa Fitzgerald and she was talking about um, high aluminum aluminum levels in a lot of her patients and she was like yeah you know because of like the Ooh. LaCroix and like of it all and as I, I drink from an aluminum yeah bottle. and as I drink of from a Waterloo black cherry which is delicious by the way um and then I was thinking about I'm roasting my vegetables on aluminum foil which my mom taught me like this is kind of like an age-old practice yeah so I've switched over to parchment paper smart and I just feel a lot better about it within my soul mm-hmm. got the parchment paper from Grove Collaborative I love that two things that I got actually a few fun things one I've been really really wanting to do more composting hello I've been talking about level this. up I know and I'm just like because I get really stressed about fucking trash it's like I it it is a it's a math equation in my mind that I can't solve with how much trash we're all consuming. So I'm just like trying to figure out how to make as little as possible. And when I mix my food trash with my trash trash, I'm just like this is wrong. So they have uh, composting bags. So you tell can, me more. So you can just act like it's your trash. Put the composting bag under your trash under your sink with the, with your other trash, Ooh. and then put your food garbage in there, and then bring it into your composting bin outside or do what you do if you I live in an apartment so I can't really properly compost yeah but I can bring my food waste to the organic waste bin so it's not being used for the wrong thing that's great if that's if that's a little bit of what I can do I'm happy to will you to keep do us abreast as to how this new practice um elevates your life I mean honestly it just makes me feel like a better person <laughs> <laughs> so there's that so there's that um and then also I've been in that vein trying to use less paper towel even though I do use recycled paper towels um I ordered a, a shower cleaner from Grove Collaborative and my personal gift was just dish rags oh so I'm just have a bunch of those now which is like a new thing I only had one before which was like hugely problematic because it gets dirty in a heartbeat yeah 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 (laughs) so now I've got a couple of those like working around me and it's just like feeling real lady baby up in here elevation of the home is a whole new step in the lady baby process Uh, so what's really fun if you guys are into the shway of it all and the lady baby of it all head over to grove.co slash retrograde and you will be gifted after your first purchase with $30 worth of Mrs. Meyers cleaning products which as we know are incredible Uh, they have such incredible scents for your dishes and for all your sprays and everything and it's really you're bathing your house but you could bathe your body that's how good it smells and feels Um, so they'll be giving you that plus a bonus gift of their choosing mine was the dish rags which I'm super stoked about and also they provided me with an empty spray bottle to use for whatever yeah, like and to then use. That, it comes with glass cleaner. Yeah, and then you make. You know, I've always like such a huge fan of making my own spray cleaner. Yeah, and now it's like there's this beautiful glass bottle with this concentrate, so it just like makes it all really easy. You don't need a million different products to then make the uh, cleaner. You can just use this little concentrate. It's, Love it. 
so genius, so inlined. And you will also get a two-month VIP membership, which includes a uh, personal shopping cons- consultant person where after you order, they email you and they make sure that everything's cool. They want to know if you'll be ordering the same things again. They're keeping track of what you're ordering. It's just like a very user-friendly, Conscious. interactive thing. And it just feels good to know yeah. that where you're ordering from uh, knows who the fuck you are. Right. We talked about this when we had Kristen on with yeah. the whole concept behind one, just like the the user interface and the relationship with the consumer and the brand like I feel like that was thrown to the wayside for so long with the whole digital age of it all and it's so beautiful to see brands like mindfully bringing it back in and you know I I know that I normally would have to get my organic cleaning products from like an air one or an expensive grocer and again we don't want to have to break our bank trying to make conscious choices so this is an incredible option plus you don't have to leave your house so grove.co slash retrograde namaste cleaning your house i want to say but no Mm. just like making mindful choices for the home Okay, so without further ado, we are so, so excited to talk to this magical light of a woman guiding people into their most connected, beautiful lives. Please welcome to the show, Miss Andrea Bendewald. We find our guests through many different modalities, Mm -hmm. but basically they tend to just come into our world, which is the most exciting. Based on recommendations or experiences that we've had. That we've had. Ourselves. And we also love it when a previous guest will then has give the us. Has the best time. Has the best time and then gives us a recommendation. Yes. Such in this case. Yes. Whitney Cummings mm-hmm. introduced us to you, Andrea, and said she's got to be on the show because we love a circle. And coincidentally, I had also run into her at La Pan Cotidienne with another one of my friends, and she said the same thing. And now, here now we are. Here we are. The kismet of it all. I love it. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes. Happy to be here. This and is... I've, I've heard your names from other people, too. Oh, here and we go. your podcast is so well known and received, so I'm so happy to be here oh. participating. Bless oh, your heart. Thank Love you. Love to hear you that. Hear that, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Word on the street. Yeah. Um, so, we talk about circling. Steph and I have our own relationship to it in that we have a uh, craft group that we get together with our girls. The ministry. The ministry, as we will call it. And um, which started as really just an arts and crafts group that really evolved into a really intentional gathering, which has played such an important role of keeping each other accountable and checking in and bringing us closer together. so we're really excited to talk about the intentionality around that. But first, mm-hmm. you're a multi-hyphenate, which we <laughs> love here. A gal with multiple job titles. Talk to us about what it is you do because <laughs> I do some great sometimes stuff. I love watching your brain work. It's so cute. <laughs> thank you. No, I love it. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about all the things I love. So I was sharing with you earlier that mm-hmm. I'm an actress by trade and I spent the good portion of my uh, adult life as a working actress. And in fact, we're sitting here looking at the Hollywood Hills and this is where I first landed when I moved to LA was Laurel Canyon. Ugh, love. And I lived uh, in a row of houses and there, we were all actresses up there. Amazing. Sharon, ladies of the Canyon. Yeah, ladies of the, like we were the original hells. <laughs> Wait, who were you just about to say? I was going to say Jennifer Aniston, who's my best friend from high school. Oh my still God. Still is my best friend. Love. Sharon Lawrence, 
who's an amazing actress, uh, Krista Miller. Wow. And then there were writers and producers. Um, what a powerful little was, group. It was a row of houses. It was unbelievable. Um, Brad Fulcheck and Suzanne Buchanick lived up there. He wow. Was, anyway, it was a lot, lot of, lot of uh, creative energy. It's also where I learned about circling. Of course. That's where... So gentle Joni Mitchell playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Like, Essential. What's that, what's that sound? Wafting through the canyon. Exactly. So that's where... So that's part of my title. Actress by trade. And now I'm a circle facilitator. So I lead circles and ceremonies privately. I lead them at the Den Meditation Center. And soon to be leading them again in my own space in Hancock Park. We're basically neighbors, we found out. Oh, good thing you can walk to your next circle. Yeah, we're moments away from each (laughs) And one of the other things I enjoy doing, I'm a mom of two beautiful children. I have an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. And I also lead council and circles in schools at my Mm. kids' elementary school. I helped bring up a very specific program called Council in Schools to their schools. So what we're going to talk about is... It's really my life mission to use this, let's call it like a healing art form, Mm -hmm. to the masses. Amazing. Making it just kind of accessible to everybody. And you do have such a recognizable face. You, I feel like you were on like every TV show I saw, like all the sitcoms. All the sitcoms in the must-see TV yeah. era. So I was on, on I was on Friends, I was on Seinfeld, I was on Ellen, I was on Suddenly Susan for two years. Yes. I like bopped around. Picture Perfect, which is one of my late um, 90s yeah. touchstone favorite movies. Yeah. If so it good. Was, if it was a half hour sitcom in the 90s, I was probably visiting there. Oh my God, that's so, so great. Goals. And so I get to continue my love of acting. I'm also a private coach. So I coach actors and I also teach at UCLA in the professional programs, acting for the camera. Did you go to um, uh, not the professional children's school, but high school oh. performing arts? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. The yeah. Fame School. The Fame School. It's yes. my favorite movie of all time. It's the greatest. We lived that that energy. Is that it, expression. It's not Laguardia. Now it's Laguardia. It is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Hale went there. I have a, a lot. Of, I went to Frenchwoods Festival. So like a lot of my friends from camp went to that high school. Yeah. So did Olivia great. go there too? No, she went to private school. Oh, yeah. It's a great high school. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. So the circling. Did it find you? Did you find it? Where did that come into your life in a major way? So I was living in New York. Jen was out here working. She said, you have to come out to L.A. I said, okay. I packed up my bags. I literally landed in Laurel Canyon. And maybe the next day or two, she's like, we're, do- we're-, we're going to a circle. And you were like, huh? I was ready. I was <laughs> New York leather jacket, like, Ur, angry, shut down. What? Like, like, it's so bright out here. Yeah. Everybody's like walking their dogs and like <laughs> smiling, planting flowers. It, it, and like, you know, it, the sun literally was shining every day. Yeah. We go to a circle and I'm just scared because I'm, I'm just a transplant from New York. I'm 24. Yeah. And I go to this amazing gathering of women up in Laurel Canyon in this clear, this cleared out space. And it was a group of women Jane Sibbett, she played Ross's ex-wife on Friends. Oh my God! Love. Yes, Janice. Janice. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, that's oh, Ma- that's, that's Maggie Weigler. Oh, but she was oh, there the other too. One. Oh no way! <laughs> it was Jane the lesbian, Sibbett. the lesbian ex-wife. Yeah, <gasps> and then Chandler's ex-girlfriend. Oh my God! So good. 
And that's just, and they were they had just learned about it. Like, oh, this thing called circling. Someone else told us about it. Let's try it. Let's do it. Yeah. It was probably a circle of 20, 25 women. That's a big circle. It was a big circle. Yeah. And it was all types of women. It was producers and writers and mothers and elders and and I was like, what is happening? We sit in a circle. We call in the four directions. Very simple format. We pass a talking stick where one person speaks at a time, and that mm-hmm. just means we're not interrupting each other. We're not cross-talking. So just by nature, we're creating a mindfulness practice of being with one another. Mm. And there's all sorts of things you can add to it. But just for my first one, that's what I would describe what's happening. Talking stick goes around. It comes towards me, and I start to freak out. I'm, like, sweating. My heart is pounding. I'm an actress. What am I worried about? But it was it was sharing with the mask off. Right. Mm. And there was no agenda, right? I'm not trying to get anything from you. I'm not trying to sell anything to you. I'm not trying to get an agent from you. Like, there's no agenda. It's just about being together in a mindful way in community and really a spiritual practice, which... Unless you're given one or taught one, where do you find a spiritual practice? Right. From like a book? From a book? Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool, but also it doesn't connect you with other people. Correct. Yeah. So that's what you just described what I, what I experienced, which was I, I'm experiencing a group, um, like a group consciousness that is, that is being lifted by this simple format called circling. So the stick comes to me. I'm so intimidated by all these women because, of course, I'm feeling I'm way in my ego. All I'm feeling is less than everybody. Mm-hmm. And talking stick comes to me, and I just start to share. And something incredible happens, which is like a voice comes out of me that I don't even recognize. It, it the words flow effortlessly. I cry. I tell the truth. I, I don't even remember what I said, but it was it was the truth. I was feeling scared, I was feeling alone, I was feeling less than, right? And then the talking stick went to the next woman, and then she shared. And I sat there and I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. (laughs) Like, what just happened? Yeah. Because no one tried to fix my problems. Right. No one was like commenting. No, it was like I was just allowed to experience myself Mm -hmm. in what I call a safe container of the circle. Because Mm -hmm. there are these certain guidelines that go into it that help create that experience. Cool. So that's what it was. And I fell in love with it. And I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. And then another great thing happened. As the talking stick went around, everybody had hopes, fears, dreams, insecurities, no matter where they were at. Of course. So I instantly felt a 24, oh, oh my God, we're all alike. Right. I was putting her so far above me. And look, even though she has a house and a dog and a kid, she's still questioning or wondering or battling or she still is a human a human being yeah anyway so it changed my life and it changed the lives of my friends my girlfriends so we started circling all the time we started circling for birthday celebrations if someone was getting married we threw a bridal circle if someone was oh i love that oh yeah oh yeah and if someone was having a baby, we'd throw a baby blessing. And what we were finding was one of my friends said, you need to write a book called Entertaining with Meaning. 
because mm. that's what we were doing. I love that. We had we were in LA. What do you do when you uh, have a birthday? All right, we'll get a cake, get some gifts, we'll we'll blow out some candles, maybe we'll go to a restaurant, a bar. Okay. That's it. What do we do for a bridal shower? Well, let's go do shots. Let's get drunk. Like, what? What we wanted was we wanted um, we wanted to deepen the experience of really honoring your transition or my transition or anybody's transition from maiden, from, you know, single woman into partnership, into marriage. And really, what is that about? And really, how do you honor that? And really, as women, how do we come together and share the deeper uh, secrets and mysteries and questions. That's what we were craving, mm. and we found it in the circle. Mm. So we would we would invite you know like the mothers into the circle, the grandmothers into the circle, and they were so honored to be included in the conversation. And we learned so much from them. And this is why I get all amped up because I love circling so much. We also would invite the young ones in the 14, the 15-year-olds, and we would learn from them, too. Right. That's so cool. Also, to implant that concept at that age into their heads is mm-hmm. so powerful. I feel like it's so tribal, too. I mean, it really does break my heart that in today's era, we, like, discard the wise people in our society. Like, right. I have such memories of, like, my grandma being around and not feeling like there was a space for us to for her to pass that wisdom to me like I would you know you try to ask them but like they're also dealing with what you're saying which is that they're not prepared or practiced in like sharing what they would want to share and there's not really like the space or the context to do that it's like weird no one's gonna like start pouring wisdom out to you but if you set the space then it's just like okay that's what we're all doing here and that's what we really cool and that's what we were experiencing so we just kept building and doing it more and more and then I got a I was the one who really took it to the next level I was like don't we want to be circling all the time (laughs) don't we want to move into a circle well you guys must know because you guys do so much of your own searching that when you read the book or you have the experience that you feel is is the information yeah I've read Mm -hmm. 20 books or done 20 different where I'm like this is it this is the information everybody, everybody, everybody needs to know what this is about and that's how I felt about circling right it's like everybody needs to know about this everybody can do it anybody anybody can lead a circle and my friends were like yeah but Dre you're the only one that's like really intense about it <laughs> and I I'm very I'm very um, you know animated about it so I got a teepee in my backyard in Coldwater Canyon after goals. coming back from yeah hashtag goals after coming back from Burning Man um, and I was out on the playa and came across like a gorgeous dome shrine in the middle of the playa and crawled in there and someone had built a, a temple and I thought maybe there were drugs involved I don't know but I thought let's just say there were let's just say there were <laughs> I thought oh my god I need I need to create this space at home and so that's how the TP came to be. And then I really started leading circles. Um, I led women's groups. I, read cel- I led celebration circles, and I led private circles. And I started to lead 
corporate circles. Like the corporate world started to come in to the teepee. They're like, how about we're dead inside? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and this brings, you guys said something about your crafting group. Yeah. And about how it turned into this, um, you know, you set goals and how you would be accountable. And it really turned into this other um, form. That's circling. Like what you're doing mm-hmm. is circling because especially women, w- our nature is to tend and befriend. Like yeah. Our nature is like when in crises, like get together. Yeah. And work it out. Yeah. The whole fight or flight um, diagnosis is actually more male. Mm-hmm. Female is more tend and befriend. And that women that gather uh, tend to live healthier, longer lives. Mm. So there's a benefit to what you're doing. There's a benefit to com- coming together and sharing in that way. We recently had the experience of. Um, going around and talking and not having not having the thing where you try to make someone feel better like we all shared and then there was no like it's okay if they were crying no one was like giving her a tissue or like that was so powerful because it's like we do normally try to pacify yeah each other or like cut off the emotion at the knee before someone really has the chance to process it and that wasn't that like yeah unbelievable the stipulation a, a dear friend of ours who kind of led the space in this particular occurrence she pretty much is like moved into Esalen so she's just bringing the knowledge back to us which is incredible and so the the whole concept was uh, much like with the talking stick like to let I think we had crystal we passed crystals to let somebody (laughs) move through their emotion whatever that is and not care to them Mm -hmm. yeah and that was a stipulation in the sharing and the prompt we had was how are you how are you really Mm. And it was really cool. It was, and it similarly, I was, as you said, with um, you know, it was our dear friends, six of us all in a circle. I was so nervous, and my heart was beating because what I was talking about wasn't something I had really uh, become accustomed to sharing about. And even though it was such a comfy space, the emotion and the was really running through me. And you're kind of like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And then. That all that kind of like in the moment you just start talking and it just like goes away. Yeah. Can and I share with you guys the guidelines that I use in yes, circling? Please. I was just because, gonna ask because it talks to both those issues. Okay, cool. So I love that you guys did that. That's so cool. And that's you had your friend guide you, and then yeah. you, you also got to experience like intuitively this is correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is the art of deep listening mm. and just like we're all like it's like a whole mindfulness movement, right? It's just being mindful, like being able to sit and hold the space for someone to have an authentic experience. Yeah. Tears, laughter, sorrow, regret, regret, joy, it doesn't matter. But it, we're not taught how to listen. Mm-hmm. We're taught how to talk, how to take care of, pacify your word. We're taught how to do that. We're not taught how to just really hold space with one another. Yeah. And then in turn with ourselves. Yeah. So... The guidelines that I've picked up along the way that have served me and I use them in every circle are, are simple and they're, and I've also expanded on them. The first one is we use a talking stick so that we don't interrupt. The second one is that we say a ho or ho if we hear something that has moved us and we hear that we can connect with it and it's short for a homo taquanasa. Yeah, correct? we did that at um, Camp Tanuga. Yeah, Shout out! What is it? Woo-woo. So it's it's a, <laughs> so when you say aho, like I could, we can do it for the rest of our 
chat right here is it just means I hear you, I feel you, I'm with you. Aww. We're all connected. Chills. Your truth is my truth. Mm-hmm. Your pain is my pain. And for some reason, it doesn't interrupt the person who's talking. It just lets them know like you're here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's number two. Number three, and this is a big one, which is why people tend to sh- can share more in a circle. And that is it's a sacred chair. Whatever is shared in the circle stays in the circle. Mm-hmm. So if we go into that agreement, like if we're collectively going like, yeah, let's let's do that. We're creating a euphoric experience for that hour or two hours that we're together. If I know that anything I share is going to stay here, I'm giving myself permission, you permission to be everything, mm-hmm. to be my most authentic self. When do we practice that? I don't practice it at a bar over cocktails. I'm like having a great time and maybe I'm sharing more than I used to. <laughs> and but, but there's no sacred agreement there. So right. I have shared more in circles than I've shared with my best friends, my husband, my family. Why? Because you may share something that wakes something up in me, that wakes something up in you, and then it comes back around and you share something and then I end up sharing something that I didn't even know was in there. That's totally what happened. I feel like all of us had that experience of like, I didn't know I was gonna say this. I didn't even know that I felt this way or cared so much, but all of a sudden, because other people have been clearly, I'll use the word vulnerable, maybe that's sort of not the right word, but authentic no, is probably better. No, vulnerable is 100%. Uh, vulnerable just means sharing it means intimacy sharing what's really in there yeah and you're like oh wait what really is there and it just feels so good and surprising to yourself i think is probably one of the more powerful things that i took away was like and then after that i didn't feel that way anymore as much Mm -hmm. because i think we keep our we keep our secrets as like scars in a way or something Mm -hmm. and then we don't let them out they just like fester correct and oprah oprah says it best Always, she always, always does. What does she say? Well, you're saying when you let it out, yeah, and, and also when you let it out with witnesses and nothing bad happened, right? That's mm. so true. So, circling can feel very therapeutic, mm-hmm. but it's not therapy, right? No one's saying like, okay, now go do this, and you need to do that, and to, it's just, but it feels good to let it out. So Oprah would say, you know, own your shadow so it doesn't own you. Right? If I can tell you, I'll tell you right now, like I suffer from depression. I've been working with it my whole life. I can own it so easily. There's no stigma around it anymore. Mm -hmm. There's no stigma around, I mean, I'll I'll share share anything. And I learned that from Oprah who, you know, there's nothing she won't talk about. She owns her shadow. And in my humble opinion is why she can own her brightest light right because there's yeah there's nothing you can say so circling is a way to practice that because we're not used to it we are not used to owning our shadow maybe with one or two people or therapist but not not in a collective so if women get together and do that forget about it Mm -hmm. game changer yeah game changer because we're the ones that we have a lot of like weird shame about stuff that we shouldn't have shame about correct Societally. So, back, so back to the guidelines. Historically. Historically. And yes, like we're still undoing yeah. centuries of being sorry. Our epigenetic you know? shame. Yeah. And, <laughs> and ancestral damage. Yeah. You know, it goes way back. Yeah. And with each other. 
we were taught we were not taught, to trust each other yeah and to compete yeah and we're still undoing that yeah we're still having to heal that another guideline is don't rehearse <laughs> so when someone has the talking stick yeah it's your i tell the kids in school it's your job to hang on their every word because by listening to them you're actually helping to draw out their truth mm. you're creating an energetic field for more of them to come forth yeah. rather than if you're sitting here you have the talking stick and i'm like oh my god i know what i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> right. i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell about that time that and you're rehearsing your inner monologue and then you get to practice spontaneity when the stick comes to you maybe by the time it gets all the way over there that thing that you thought was so funny that you had to share is out the window yeah and then you get to practice this is my favorite one practice listening to your intuition mm. Is this, okay, what do I want to say now? I have the stick. Hmm. You know what? I'm just so, and then blah, blah, blah. Just so happy to be here. I'm so glad you guys have this podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad that you invited me. You know, whatever wants to come through in that moment. And as women, our intuition was taken away from us. We're still, like, reclaiming it with birthing, with mothering, with everything we do. And so circling is a way to practice that. Reclaiming my intuition. Reclaiming my intuition. <laughs> That's right. The Maxine Waters of intuitive practices. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, That's so amazing. And then another thing is to practice being courageous. Practice, practice listening to your, to your voice come through. So many women, I don't like public speaking. I get so nervous. Right. I, the sound of my own voice. Sad. Imagine there it and in every circle it is spoken. Every circle. I'm not I don't, I can't. Another thing is I now put um a box of tissues in the center of the circle to welcome tears. Because after the you know, hundredth circle of hearing women say, I'm sorry I'm crying, I don't know why I'm crying, I'm sorry I'm crying, I don't know what's happening. And I thought, why is it? Why are we apologizing for tears? Like, what are we doing? And so now I make it part of the guidelines. Like, those are there to welcome your authentic self. You're like, you have to cry. And if you don't cry. No. <laughs> but, and sometimes we don't. Yeah. And sometimes we do. But there's no need to apologize. And if the women aren't crying, what's going to happen to us as a species? Because we're the ones that are going to teach the boys to cry. Mm -hmm. And if the boys and the women aren't crying, well, then we're we might as Zombies. well just stay in the screen do you know right? what's funny uh we did a little it was like a mini circle when we went to, when we went to the camped out thing yeah and we did a little moon circle and in joshua it was, tree yeah and it was mostly women except for one of the women there had her boyfriend with her and she was like is it okay like can he be here and can he pull the cards and we we're like of course and of course so i swear to you it was good for all of us but this man had such a transformative I think more powerful experience because this is the first time in his adult life his late 30s that he'd ever even been given permission to like be seen like that be heard like that like have a group of people women short anyone I think would have been powerful to ha be like this is how I feel about things in this moment that was the coolest thing for me I was like you need it too yeah well when I first started leading circles, it was primarily with women. That's mm -hmm. just where I felt called to heal, to help heal myself. Yeah. Let's be clear, to heal myself and then also to heal the feminine psyche, yeah. which includes men. Right. So men need to heal their 
female, the part of their brain, their female side as well. Yeah. So at the den, I do full moon circles every month and they're co-ed. Yeah. And I always have one or two men in a circle of 30 women. Yeah. And it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Cuz they do they need it too. Right. Um so what is it how does it so you do full moon circles? I do. New moon circles? What's um, the what how's the moon play into all this? Oh my gosh. Here that's a retrograde. <laughs> We're <laughs> moon curious. Yeah, we yeah. are. So the moon just like anything in nature has cycles. And in honoring the moon, you're honoring the the energy that gets filled up that actually does affect our bodies, especially women. Yes. So if the moon can affect the tides, it's going to affect our bodies, which are 90% water, correct, our cycles. You know, before there was um, man-made light or false light, we were in sync with the moon. Our we don't cycles. want to brag, but we're both full moon period people. Phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. Hair flip right yes. there. Sorry. <laughs> I think we're pretty aligned. So <laughs> I, in when I do a full moon circle, I simply use the energy of the moon to help people understand what's going on in their own lives. Cool. And you, it's phenomenal. If you read the astrology about what's going on in the moon, ahead of time and then you sit in a circle on a full moon and you say so what's going on you know highs and lows what's been the best part of your month worst but most challenging part of your month a theme will emerge that is exactly what's happening under that full moon right a hundred percent so it's like the evidence is there so what i like to do is that if you're aware and become conscious of that energy you get to work with it and it doesn't make you a lunatic right right, right. you don't go it's why crime goes up uh, around the full moon because people do feel like they're filling up with all this energy they don't know what to do with it they kill so people the, so they, <laughs> rob. they rob they kill yeah. they, they, they go crazy I want to rob that's from Bling Ring it's like my favorite line ever it's so silly side note yeah anyway so that's what we do and then we also I help people understand that that filling up you know there's a saying as the moon fills so do we mm. so using that energy to really declare with witnesses, saying it out loud and proud with witnesses, what it is you're ready to claim. So what is it you're ready to, like, stop fucking around about? Cool. New moon is about, oh, let's, like, intuit That's what's... today. Kind of, like, it is today. Yeah. Let's intuit, and today was such a what? great... What? say we're going to run this before the Whatever, farmer. we can... We can. Pulling the curtain back. Sorry, I think, <laughs> it's, cool. I think it's fine. I mean, I know, they know like... we pre-record. Guys, we got a batch. Elizabeth's got to go on vacation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what so were you going to say? I that? was going to say that the new moon, I have found, is more about listening to your intuition. And what's that far off idea that's like starting to satellite in? Ooh, I like that. And, it, and you just have to be very like open to hearing it. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to start that fill in the blank new book new diet new exercise new i'm gonna call that friend i'm gonna st i'm just gonna and it's and it's faint so that's like the planting of seeds happens mm. on the new moon and on the full moon it's what's been building up that i'm really ready to be like you know like i got this i i'm declaring it out loud so that influences the circle that influences that is the circle okay that's and and people have because we're sharing and because there's that interconnected um, relationship that's happening in the circle, you're going to say something that inspires me that I end up saying something and writing it down as my manifestation for that month that I had no idea. 
or I take a word. I have all these different rituals and practices that I've collected along the way that I just intuitively bring to that circle. So it might be a writing prompt. It might be a meditation. It might be um, a song. It might be drumming. It could be anything. But very often it's what did you hear? What came to you in the circle? And be on the lookout for it because there's something Mm. coming for you in this circle based on this chemistry under this moon that no one can predict. So that's like the magic, mystical part. Me so much. My soul is like lit up right Uh, now. This is why I'm I'm a lunatic about circling because because it's it's transformational. It's it's magical each and every time. Every time I lead a circle, I walk away with something that I feel like that's what I came to hear. That's what that's it. That was mm. my gift. That was given to me. Can we get? Um, we mentioned have a full moon coming up. Yes, July twenty eighth, I believe. June twenty eighth. Hello. Um, anything in particular? If our lovely listeners would like to create a circle at home, so if they can't come to your backyard, yeah. <laughs> so full moon in June. June is a great time, a big time of moving on, graduating. So use the energy of graduation and ask yourself, what am I ready to graduate from? Mm. What lessons have Uh I learned? (laughs) Like I got it. I spent four years with this lesson. Yeah. Right. I spent two years, whatever. I studied this lesson. Okay. So write down, I am ready to graduate from the school of, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you what mine was um, when I did this ritual. I'm ready to graduate from the school of I don't know. Love that. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Is is something that I can get really cozy with. Right. God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of pulled in all these different directions. What am I supposed? I'm so done with it. So I graduated myself. I, I wrote myself a little like you know diploma. diploma. Yeah. Yeah. What am I ready to graduate from? I'm ready to graduate from the school of I don't know. And what am I ready to now own and take out into the world? I'm ready to own and take out in the world that what I have to offer is myself, my authentic voice, my version of, and then all the things that I do, circling, acting, mothering. Like, I'm ready to own that. If you can say that under the full moon and you can really own it and then you're going to write it down, and you're gonna look at it from that full moon to the next full moon, that's when you'll see transformation coming from a circle. And just do it with one or two friends, it's so simple. Just sit down and be willing to say that to one another. Because I think that um, healing is a group sport. Mm. <laughs> like we do, we do so much better in numbers. There's all the work we can do on ourselves, by ourselves, but like when you're really ready to graduate graduate you want to share it and mm-hmm. you oh i'm sorry thank you for saying that it's i'm ready to graduate from and i'm ready to celebrate so after graduation is the of celebration yeah. so the what are you ready to celebrate and that's what we do in a circle Ooh. is you say out loud i'm ready to celebrate my unique voice my unique take on things andrea's way of doing things that's i'm ready to celebrate because Everyone say that about Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you circle. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, we so that's something that I've been marinating on is like, um, it's so easy not to s- sit back and 
reflect and be proud of the things we do on a day-to-day basis. And to, to take a moment to say out loud something you're celebrating within yourself is crucial. Mm-hmm. So all of us want the same thing. I'm, well, I hear it in circles all the time. I want to be more self, I want to practice more self-care. I want to be um, more like loving to myself. Well, this is how you do it. How, how, do you, how do you be more loving to yourself? You can say out loud, I really want to take a moment. I want to celebrate the fact that I had a great year teaching at UCLA. I want to celebrate the fact that I have two healthy children. Mm-hmm. I really want to celebrate that. It takes It's hard work. Yeah. I really want to, I'm, I'm doing this off the cuff, but it's true. That's practicing self-love. Sitting and listening and holding space for other people, that's practicing compassion. People also also come in the circle and they go, I want to be more spiritual. I just, I want to be more spiritual. And I go, okay, you want to be more spiritual? Get out of your ego and sit in a circle with strangers and practice holding space mm. for other people. That's being spiritual. Mm. You know, it makes me think uh, with the celebration thing, I, you know, we get so lost, I think, because we're used to being in a system. You know, like we go mm-hmm. to school and it's like, great work. You got an A. Here's a star. Like, good job. You know, mm-hmm. you you get a piece of candy. A reward system. It's totally a reward system. And then we don't ever learn how to, like, give ourselves a reward I, is not even mm-hmm. really the thing. But it's just like the thing. Where, okay, now I actually did accomplish something. No one in the world is going to give me the gold star. It takes you stopping and being like, okay, that was awesome. I mean, I struggle with it. In, up until very recently, like doing stand up, doing all that stuff, I never stopped to be like, I've a, I'm accomplishing a lot, and I just it drove me into a depression mm-hmm. because it's like I was going, 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 and never stopping to say, good job, Steph, amazing. And if we sat in a circle and did that for your birthday, yeah, and we could all reflect back to you, oh my God, I think it's so incredible what you do. You do <laughs> stand up, yeah, like. <laughs> I'm doing a tonight. I'm doing a circle for someone, um, a woman who's turning fifty. Wow! And she's in desperate need, like we all are, of good old-fashioned reflection and love. Yeah. Sans music, cocktails, agenda. Like it's not just with her circle of of women friends. Mm-hmm. That's so special. That yeah. is. I want that. And yeah. they're and they and they are life-changing life-affirming yeah you feel like buoyed for weeks months after that celebrating with intention Mm -hmm. i I think after our circle with all of our girlfriends the last one we all were in a group text and we were like we all felt just this revived sense of purpose and connection and love and all of us collectively were like after the circle like this happened and that happened and like one of our friends one of her things was like really wanting to work more and she just felt like up against yeah. all of it and then she booked like three jobs right after that because there was something inside of her that was just like holding on to idea that she wasn't capable of it you guys moved energy yeah you collectively moved energy it was fucking Together. powerful yep it was really cool so other than circling mm-hmm. what currently is part of your self-care wellness practice I'm currently in ketosis. Ooh. Ooh. Trying that. How's it going? It's good. It's hard, but it's good. Yeah. I, lo- I lost some weight. I have better energy. So great. 
and I'm saying that kind of jokingly because I never do a diet type of thing, but I'm mm-hmm. doing that and I really like it. I had to get off sugar. Yeah. I was becoming way too unconscious about we both you know, just like, did whole 30 wow good yeah. for you yeah. yeah yeah so cleaning out great and i um i practiced tm and i started that four years ago so that helps a lot as part of my daily routine so are you doing twice a day 20 minutes i'm i'm probably more like once a day Love and that. then i'll i'll reboot and i'll do twice a day uh, uh-huh. This summer, you know, this summer, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not. I, I don't find it hard to do. I just right now I'm not doing it. But when I have to get clear about something or I'm feeling um, overwhelmed, I'll meditate for 20 minutes and everything clears up. So I do that, and I spend a lot of time with my kids and my dog and my family and crafting. I don't know. I posted something on my Instagram this morning i making the one yeah did you see oh, it? i saw that so that's my talking stick the big one above and then the little one i was making for tonight's circle that's so cute we have yeah, to bring I, you in i'm so excited i think you're gonna be invited to our next craft night oh, are I you okay with it. that of course okay. of course <laughs> and you'll be invited to my next one that i have in my new space when i get it up this summer can't wait yes amazing oh god andrea you're so magical will you adopt us yeah. yes yeah, i will adopt you <laughs> okay yes. just come over i it's really what i want it's what i had with the teepee years i used to say my teepee is your teepee and i would just kind of like open it up and since i haven't had that that's what i'm craving because i go out and i do i lead circles for other people but i'm craving the bringing it into my space so that's what's going to happen this summer that's so exciting thank you so much for coming and sharing this with us i really feel like people listening are going to be so stoked to have a guide in this yeah can you tell our listeners where they can find you on the internet you sure can so <laughs> the art of is my website and i have all the guidelines on there for you to use and it has my schedule of where i lead circles and what's happening around town and then on instagram the art of circling facebook the art of circling that's pretty much it Keep and if we want to go back into the archives and watch any of your films, what do you recommend? <laughs> yeah, what's your yeah? Great you one. can go to IMDb and see do you have a fave? my. Um, do I have a fave? I would say. Well, I have to say Friends, obviously, because of Jen, and yeah. it was because it's it the was, greatest show. It was of all the time. greatest show of all times. Yeah. So that was a blast. I was there every week anyway because when I came here, shoot, Friends just started, so I'd wow. go to the taping every weekend. What How a fucking fun. moment to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. That's literally nuts. it was I landed here in October and it started airing but the, and they were shooting and we'd be out at restaurants what and people ride. would start recognizing her and we'd be like yeah the show's like number 1 that's amazing like I had no had no idea what was happening of course not I had no idea fucking 13 years later yeah and we were living like we lived friends you know we were all friends and she was shooting the show friends and then we'd all go out afterwards and it was a magical magical time Pre-social uh, media, too. So just like media. pure. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That that It was like before cell phones. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. cell phones were just coming out. Well, people would be like, could I have your autograph? Like how yeah. would yeah. people, My parents, you know, like the selfie world now, what, can you scribe on this rock? My <laughs> parents lived in LA yeah. in the 80s and moved back to Michigan where I grew up. And they were like, in Los Angeles, people have 
phones with them? Like, yeah. what are people doing that's yeah. so important that they need to be contacted? <laughs> are you ready? I want to tell my, I know we're over, but my brother said to me, he was like, listen, sis, um, you've got to get a computer and you've got to get online and get an AOL account. And I was like, what is that? He's like, just do it. We're going to be able to contact each other like instantly. Like, I'll be able to like send you an email instantly. And I was like, why would you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> No, that is honestly the reaction. My dad has a story where he was like working at a tech company and they were like, you you should invest in this thing. It's called text messaging and you're not going to have to call people anymore. You're just going to be able to text them. It was like a special software and everyone, my dad's like, it was a table of like 10 men and we were all like, who would ever want to send a message instead of calling someone? I'm like, you would be a a trillionaire if you fucking (laughs) bought that. Like, we just didn't have no idea. So dumb. Also, he was pitched bottled water and thought that was also very stupid hilarious <laughs> we're gonna look back and think that was very stupid we're gonna look well, back that and was be like, very stupid yeah. like wait we used to bottle wa- like truckloads of water in a bottle yeah. when we when we also are looking back fondly that we used to have ocean have water yeah. exactly. in general there's that we used to have water on the planet i'm sad <laughs> andrea thank you so much you're this so has welcome been fantastic thank you ladies you're amazing thank you you're welcome Bye. circle on circle, circle on, on. <laughs> Yes, that's a retrograde. I'm obsessed with that interview and Andrea. She's adopting us. I don't know if, if she knows that. <laughs> I mean, I found out she's my neighbor, so I'll just be accidentally on purpose walking by her house every day forever. Sorry. Hey, just happen to be in the neighborhood. <laughs> want to circle up? <laughs> um, okay, so we want to shout out some big love to one of our partners for today's show. You know them, you love them. For Sigmatic. They're the Mushroom Kings. They've been in our souls for quite a while now. If you'll remember, we had Taro, the Four Sigmatic founder, on episode number 68 of That's So Retrograde. Whoa, that sounds like such a long time I ago. I know. I think we're at like 150, 150 something Wow, now. Taro, thanks for coming through in the beginning. Ch-ch-changes. Taro, what a cutie, what a sweetie. And what a smart man. We're just loving his mission in life to get everybody shrooming. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's remember that the episode of That show was The Situation Shroom. Yes. I mean, the title of that show. I mean... So just shout out to our minds quippiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love so many things about Four Sigmatic. There's such a since we had him on the show, they've launched so many new products. Um, there's two that I'm currently working. Actually, three. Do tell. Actually, there's actually four things that I've been doing. Okay. So I have the mushroom coffee most mornings mm-hmm. with the lion's mane. Um, which I put with my peptides and my um, dopamine bean and my uh, acacia fiber. And I just make this like big coffee extravaganza. I literally wake up looking forward to it. Nothing nothing so, that'll pop you out of bed like the promise of a tonic. I'm just like, immediately. And a, and a new day. Uh, yeah, well, the day I'm less <laughs> excited about the tonic I'm living for. <laughs> um, and then they also have... Um, I'll let you talk about the one that I, the next one I'm going to say because it's my heart favorite, but I know it's on the tip of your tongue. Oh, t- yes. T- tell us about it. I've newly gotten into this as a midday pick-me-up. Obviously, I'm like a, a makeshift tonic bar at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, 
opening soon, copyright pending. Mm-hmm. Um, but the iced chi- chai tea latte that I've been whipping oh, up. Oh, you've been icing it? Smart. Yes. So I find um, I like to boil the water first because you can do it in like any temperature. No, it has to be hot. But I, I feel. feel like with it just blends much uh, smoother mm-hmm. in like a warmer water. Yeah. And then pour that over ice with like a hemp milk mm. or a coconut milk. Mm, girl. And um, it's best life status. They also have a matcha that's really delicious for when you want more coffee, but no, you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? What's that? Oh, just my life. And then this other thing, my evening beverage has been this golden milk latte they have. So I got, I've been adding um, fermented turmeric to their turmeric to make like an especially extra zesty, extra zesty turmeric evening drink for when I'm home, like watching TV or writing. And it's just like such a way to relax and unwind at the end of the day. If you yourself are aspiring tonic bar maker in the making, uh, we've got a little, uh, promo for you surprise surprise yeah for sigmatic.com slash TSR use promo code TSR 15% 15% off. Wow. Your whole order. So wow. that's Four Sigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash T-S-R. If you guys are just dipping your toes in, I recommend purchasing the sampler pack. Yes. Because then you can kind of get your selection and then figure out what your favorite thing is and then go back and order something more specific. That's a great pro tip. Yeah. Love but that. Trust us when we say they're all fucking incredible. Namaste Shroomin, y'all. Oh. What? We thought it would be a cute little summer fiesta moment mm. um, in honor of Andrea, our guest today's very impressive resume of like all the must-see TV. Oh, you just pulled water down your face again. Why is that what I'm doing these days? It's like I said, that's my move. Well, I'm taking it, obviously. <laughs> You've transferred this terrible thing onto me. Thanks a lot. No problem. God. Okay, so I'm... So Andrea, as she spoke about, had just like, it's such a fascinating life story. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love, if I may relate this to my own experience of being a creative, I love her openness and willingness and flexibility with herself to be obviously very good and gifted at one thing, but to be truly listening and tuning into what she's really finding herself driven by and passionate about is just inspiring because I hope to be as um, free with my evolution as she is. Amen. Right? I second that. Yeah, it's like really cool. So cool. But with what you were saying, this bitch got a resume as long as my arm. Like all the TV shows ever. So we thought, why not do like a fun little... What are we watching? What are we watching as a special edition of The Roses today? Well, I first, of course, said Queer Eye. Of course. I mean, sobbing. Who isn't? I'm so obsessed with the um, opening of that. It's hilarious. And I really want Joey and his improv team to do a spoof of it because it just like brings me joy. I'm so in love with Anthony. It's not even funny. I'm so sad he's gay because I want to have his baby. Which one is he? He's the chef. Oh, hilarious. Like his face is like the face that I want my husband to have. Call it in, honey. He's so cute. I mean, they're all obviously the best, but when I look at him, I texted Steven and I was like, how do we get you to date him? I obviously can't. I'm going to need it to be you. <laughs> I feel like that's a realistic goal. That's what I said, but Steven said he has a hot boyfriend in Brooklyn. So, oh, okay. But what is a realistic goal is maybe calling him on to be on the podcast. 
Let's do it. Anthony? You there? Anyone, really. Um, okay, so on the Queer Eye Tip, yeah. I've discovered a new makeover show. What is that it? Is, I was resistant to it first, but okay. it, by the fourth episode in, I couldn't stop. Is it The Handmaid's Tale? Yes. No. <laughs> um, it's called 100% Hotter. Okay. And it's a British makeover show that's on Netflix, now streaming. And I'm so into it at first it was like kind i was kind of watching it as a joke but then i got fully sucked in the title is a little alarming to me it really is so what they do is they have you um they have you they have these people who are just like in extreme extreme dire need for a makeover okay and they have people on the street rate them one out of ten dark and so then that's the catalyst for them wanting to get the makeover because initially they're really more um set in their look okay and it's a lot of like um on their looks it's a lot of like uh uk kid like punk hipster like extreme vibes sure Lots of piercings, lots of that. And so there's a... Camden Town vibes? Yeah, for sure. So there's a makeup artist, a stylist, and a hair person. Okay. And they literally make them take their makeup off, like, while standing. It's just, like, you can, like, cut the awkwardness with a knife, which is one of the reasons why I, like, initially... That was, like, my initial pivot into it. And Mm -hmm. then it just, like, I actually got invested into the stories. But it's, like, come for the awkwardness, stay for for everything else. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I recommend that. Also... So on Netflix, we have to give love. June 29th, Glow on Netflix is coming back. Oh, yes. Our dear, I was so sad because I thought it was already out. It's not out yet. Damn it. Our, but it might be out by the time this... Uh, nope, it's coming out this week. Yeah. So um, our dear friend Jackie Tone, guest to the show, she... She, uh, we're lucky enough to have her join us for a lot of our live shows in the past, hopefully in the future as well. And I'm just... It's such a good show. Yeah, it is. And just to see... A dear friend like up there just like doing so well mm-hmm. it just makes my heart sing on so many levels so if you haven't seen glow yet go check it out go check it out and then get caught up in time for the second get season. get caught up <laughs> if i had a blog that's what it would be called yeah get caught up <laughs> new segment idea um also guys the rom-com is back it's alive <sighs> and well there's two that i want to talk about the first one is ibiza Love which that movie. Um, was directed by my friend Alex, and it is so good. Like, I went to the premiere and I saw it on a big screen, and I was just so happy that I got to see it like that because it's shot like a fucking gigantic budget romantic comedy. And then I watched it again at home, and it was equally as enjoyable. So good. Um, it's just what I love about it is it's full wish fulfillment in that she falls in love with a DJ with a real heart of gold who is gorgeous, played by none other than Richard Madden, a.k.a. fucking Rob Stark. Guys, remember that? I didn't even... What's that from? Game of Thrones. Oh. Didn't even recognize him because he's a grown-ass, hot fucking man. And it's just like, there's not even one stitch of like cynicism or... I feel like a lot of love stories that I've seen up in the past like you know five years have not been that traditional romantic comedy 
purely hopeful, like happy ending vibe. There's always some sort of like weird twist. I miss the 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 how to lose a guy in ten days, the wedding planners. Like I miss those like while you were sleeping. All of those romantic Me comedies too. that were just full on like happiness. And I feel like whatever's happening in the Astros is bringing them back. And I actually remember Ambie telling me two years ago, rom-coms are gonna come back and you need to be a part of that. Oh. And I, so far I am a part of it in terms of my viewership. Yeah, I'm like, and like actively watching <laughs> Actively it. watching. So definitely check that out. It's so fun and funny and just like great. And then the second one is one that I watched last night that you told me I needed to watch. Oh my goodness. Which is a different vibe. I, I truly, I liked Ibiza better. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, they're both great. Yeah. I think they're just both great watches. The movie we're talking about is Set It Up. No, it's not. It's called The Set Up. Isn't it? It's called Set It Up. It is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been calling it The Set Up all day. Okay, got it. Because it's about personal assistants setting things up. Yeah, right. So it's like a parent. Set It Up. Got it. Yeah. It's like a, so first of all, my like former CAA assistant within me like really spoke to the treachery that is being a personal assistant, yeah. which is like the basis of the the setup and the meet cute of the whole thing. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Lucy Liu, who hey, I feel her? is underutilized. And I always am so pleased to see her. Tay Diggs, who, hello, anybody follows me on Twitter, is a <laughs> uh, rent fan OG. Like, it's always just good to see. A familiar face. A familiar face, <laughs> exactly. And just a casual cameo by our dear friend, John Renitsky. He was so cute. So cute in it. I just love any time, like, I'm watching something and all of a sudden a homie pops up. Yeah, you're like, oh, relatable, right? Anyway, it just was so exciting. And I loved this movie. Yeah, no, it was really sweet. I actually paused it midway through because I didn't want it to end. <laughs> like, I, got, I do that too. I was too. like, I need an Instagram break because <laughs> I want this movie to continue. Uh, so, yeah, check those out. And obviously, um, Westworld and The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, bye. <laughs> so, those are, I feel like that's a really healthy list for, for a summer binge. Definitely. For anybody looking to just relax. Also, I'm reading this book. I'm revisiting this book that I, that I, were, it's a workbook that I discovered probably eight or nine years ago. And then I just recently refound it and I've been using it. It's called Ignite the Genius Within. And what it is, is a book of images and prompts that you pair with binaural beats. Ooh. And it's like for anyone who is a writer or wants to do more writing or just wants to exercise their creativity, it's a really great tool. Um, so I've been using that and it's just really fun. And the I was really into binaural beats like a decade ago and I stopped. And I've recently downloaded an app called, I think it's literally called binaural beats. Let me see. It's called Brainwave. And there's just mm-hmm. like all different selection of beats um, that correspond with different things you would maybe need to do like creativity sleeping a mood boost there's just all these different kinds of categories and different uh sounds power nap dreamy sleep lucid dreaming reducing anxiety anger relief stress reduction motivation like there's so more so many categories morning meditation and then different sounds like beach ocean um atmosphere different atmospheric sounds pink noise waterfalls forest so it's just really awesome and i like using it when i write and also when i nap i do something similar there's a channel on youtube called chill hop oh i don't know if i've talked about this before you have it. but it's um a lo-fi hip-hop radio station okay it's 24 7 and my favorite and it's great just again like writing music working music like just good background mellow but um they what's have, it called it's called chill hop is the okay. channel okay 
Um, and my favorite part of it, though, is they have like anime going of like somebody studying. Oh, I've been to your house when you're. Yeah, it's this. great. It's, funny. it's just enjoyable. Yeah. So I highly recommend that. Great. I love that. So this has been a comprehensive list of how to chill, of how to chill, how to watch, how to circle. Mm hmm. Really a big fan of this episode. Hope Same. everyone is enjoying their kickoff to summer. I can't wait to hear about your guys' circle parties. Yes, keep us posted. And um, also, let us know how you're feeling about the show in the form of an iTunes review. Okay. That would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. And um, Namaste listening. Exactly. Bye. We'd like to give thanks to Four Sigmatic for helping this show happen today. Without your mushroom coffee, I wouldn't know what to do when I woke up in the morning. Head over to foursigmatic.com slash TSR. Use promo code TSR. Get 15% off your purchase. Yes, that's a retrograde.